0: What I'm planning, we should. I need. I need something where it like cues the fucking lights. What do you What do you think? I'm thinking like I'm. I'm trying. To think Are they on three.
1: immediately or do they ramp
0: up slowly? Immediately, and welcome back to that. <laughs> yeah. So get your eyes adjusted too. So I'm gonna do that again. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome it's not even back. bad. If you want, we could just look at each other. Or the, the
1: secret is to just close your eyes when the lights come on, and then immediately
0: open them once they're on. Or just blink like. I'm kind of, I'm just a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I didn't even blink. <laughs> Stop fucking with my eyes, bro. Oh my bad. <laughs> up, up, up. <laughs> up, 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 <laughs> Seizure warning on the two AM podcast. All right, ready? I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a welcome back. A- 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 really? A, should I do that? No, I, say we, I right. say we just talk. Oh, dude. Okay, let's talk about something. Here, hold on. I got you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want you to merge your hands together and just pay attention to the words I have to say. In this life, nothing is guaranteed. You may try every pattern and formula you may want to achieve but it's never guaranteed to work your way. You know, they say that Halloween never starts until November. And I finally found out today because the candy's on clearance all over. And you guys are looking at me like, what candy I'm
0: talking about the best candy out there it's the 2 a m podcast guys that is the best snack you'll have today <laughs> sugar free <laughs>
1: vegan non gmo yeah <laughs> usda
0: prime 48 grams of bullshit dude. <laughs>
3: pasteurized 48 grams of amino acids <laughs> zaid gets upset when i say vegan yeah <laughs> You can I see know. it in his eyes.
0: We started off the pod a little uh, dark there for you, but. Um, Literally. It is uh, kind of dark in someone's world today. And uh, <laughs> we need to help uh, our brother Zade here get through <laughs> the death of his 13 year old
3: cat. Rip to the king.
0: Rest in peace.
3: <sighs> I've already it's, been through the difficult part. I know.
0: So. It sucks, dude. Yeah. it's It's hard because the memories and everything you've been through, that cat was there. It had its routines, and it sucks. But that is life, and you have acknowledged that. So that's fucking
3: absolutely. Dope. That is dope. And I've been through worse. So
1: let me let me ask you a question really mm-hmm. quickly. And this might be a very heavy question. Fair, Fair enough. I, I like heavy questions. I apologize if it's too heavy per mm. se. But God damn. your cat, too heavy. your cat towards the end mm-hmm. was. Was your cat in like, a lot of pain, and like was it obvious, for instance, or did it, did it seem quiet and you just knew it was time for it to go
3: because like, it started slowing down? Definitely quiet, but from, from what I've read, cats are very good at hiding pain. So like, only in very rare circumstances or very painful circumstances will they actually vocalize it. The reason I ask mm-hmm.
1: is because when I was younger, I had a little black pug yeah. named Bandit, and he had, if I remember correctly, stomach cancer or some like pancreatic cancer, something. And he used to just shit horrible black diarrhea. Jeez. For like the last three days he was alive. And like he was, he was a skinny pug as mm. it was. Like he was just bones and skin that was just like just not even draped over him. It was like on his body, like just a skeleton with skin pretty yeah. much. And he was mm-hmm. all gray by the time and we just knew it was it was time for him to go
3: you Mm -hmm. just know exactly right
1: as a pet owner like seeing them go through their life there's moments where you're like something's up yeah Mm -hmm. and we finally figured like it was the time right so they went to go drop him off you know and my mom was in the room when they injected him with the stuff and um Mm. My mom said, How long is it gonna take? And the mm-hmm. doctor said, You can take all the time you need. Mm-hmm. And then he just left the room. And she's holding on to Bandit for like a while, like 10 minutes or so. Yeah. So long she's like, Oh, when is this actually gonna kick in? You know? And from how I remember the story going, the doctor comes back in and my mom says, Oh, I'm ready for like the real injection, you know, the the final one. And he looks at her and says, no, the first one was the real injection. He's probably been dead for like five to ten, five or ten
2: minutes.
0: Oh, and she then she realize? just drops
2: him on the table.
0: She didn't realize? She had no idea. Wow. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's actually so sad. I, know. I mean, it, actually,
3: it makes sense because you're in an emotional state. Like, yeah. you're not picking up on is he breathing or not or all this stuff. Like,
1: Well, dude, by the end, he, he was barely breathing as it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just thought it was funny that like in that yeah, moment when she realized she hit. was like oh shit just yeah, her, her instant reaction was like oh my god yeah But my question the the reason I even brought that up mm-hmm. in the first place right was primarily about like what were the signs if you don't mind me asking
3: Yeah um weight loss for sure uh not eating or drinking yeah. barely any of of that uh, what else? Uh, rapid breathing. Like, you could tell it's labored breathing. Um, and yeah, just, uh, hiding, hiding away. Hiding in places where normally, like, there was one day where I found him sleeping in the closet. And that's when I knew, like, oh, this is for yeah, sure, that, like... Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. No, because cats hide away, and I'm sure, do mm. dogs do that as well?
1: No. Uh mine didn't, at least. He, he would, th- I mean, he could barely move, so, yeah, like...
3: normally cats just go to a... When they know it's time they go to a you know quiet place yeah
0: just the way it is that's yeah that's very fascinating though they they like to go to the quiet place kind of mm-hmm. like a human
3: and it's interesting to see like the slow restriction of like just the it's it's a slow process mm-hmm. if it's a natural death and it's just like okay food's gone water's gone breathing starts to get worse yeah so on and so forth
0: signs of the time
1: chapter's Whoa. over the main, the main main reason I brought it up mm-hmm. is because, you the know. The main 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 reason. The, the main main main. Main <laughs> cube, oh, not shit. squared. He hit us with a triple main over here. Triple main. Is that I'm not a, I'm not a heaven or hell kind of guy. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But I do know one thing. And it's regardless of however he was in life. Mm -hmm. towards the end, he wasn't doing so well. Mm -hmm. And I know at the very, very end, he probably is in a better place. Or at the very least, or at the very best, rather, he doesn't feel the
3: pain anymore. Exactly, that's my thought process. Yeah. Like, okay, sure, it's upsetting the first couple days, but you you have to realize you have to have perspective. Exactly. Pain has gone. Any concept of him, I guess, is gone. So yeah, Yeah. except
1: in your mind, except you'll always be there. Carry the memories. Yeah, man,
0: it's just it's gonna be like the the routines. It's it's kind of like it's like quitting smoking. You know, you're gonna get rid of the the morning habit, the Mm -hmm. afternoon habit, the evening habit. You know what I'm saying? Three day hump. Yeah, the habit habit. Burgers. (laughs) Yes, gonna gain some weight. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But speaking of um, speaking of memories and thoughts, and like just kind of generally. Calmness. Calmness would be a great word to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, episode fifty-eight.
0: <sighs> it's it's, an, it's be, an interesting one. It's going to be an it's a very interesting one. For one. Sure. Um, I know a lot of. Uh, we're probably going to receive a lot of questions on this, but um, which is great. How did this? To-
3: how do we even think of this topic?
0: I don't know. I've but always it's, been fascinated well, by this topic. That's the thing. Is that generally like us three? We're kind of like on the same page with a lot of things. So this is our like daily talks. Formed mm-hmm. into one topic mm-hmm. which is the flow, flow state. state just flow with it. the flow state
1: welcome to episode 58 about the flow state of the 2am yeah. podcast we're, we're doing a deep dive yeah. into what makes people focus better <clears throat> exactly one of those things being the flow state
0: mm-hmm. so it's a mind tickler dude
3: <laughs> it's a
1: mind tickler <laughs> it,
0: re- it really is and you know <laughs> Um, Your
3: fucking combination of words, Finds the secret (laughs) spot in the mind and gives it a good tickle. (laughs) It's it's such an
0: interesting topic, dude. Well, now, how do we define the flow state? The flow state, essentially, obviously, for people that, you know, haven't taken a psychology class, Mm -hmm. um, the flow state is a state in which people are involved in an activity that nothing else seems to matter. So that means... Extreme focus, into a point where the conscious becomes the subconscious, Mm -hmm. and you are fully aware of every
3: action or movement that you are doing,
0: um, tracing to the goal that you're trying to um, accomplish.
3: What is it? It's essentially the Matrix. (laughs)
0: Literally. I shit you not. Okay, if the Matrix, (laughs) it's the biological Matrix. Yeah, exactly. If if the Matrix was possible, it is the flow state.
3: <clears throat> oh, I would agree. Have you ever been in a car crash?
0: Hell yeah. No. Have you? No. Knock knock on I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah. Hell yeah.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> what was your experience with that car crash?
0: My experience was I do not remember anything, and um, the medical um, staff that's there tries to bring your memory back. You know, They're like, what happened? Do you remember? And you're mm-hmm. just like, no. All I remember is sound and you guys flashing the light. That's it. I do not remember anything in between that. All I remember is that I had this weird adrenaline that wasn't bad adrenaline. Like I didn't want to mess anyone up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I was just so aware of every little thing in my body to the point where it felt like if my dream was unlocked into the real world, kind of.
3: So you don't remember any, dude? Of all the I actual experience. I remember
0: before. And immediately after. I do not remember anything in between. That's what's trippy. It's so weird.
1: What's tripping me out is my dad described a... um. My dad used to want to be like a race car driver in a sense. So he started out on... um. Started out on go-karts and eventually got to... I think it was like a World Cup. A World Cup cart or something like that. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's like an elongated go-kart that you lie down in. Yeah. Like you're completely on your back and your <laughs> the steering wheel is like right above your... um your thighs and that's how you're controlling it. And they hit like a buck 20 buck 30. And he said, um, one time he was racing was, um, doing a buck 20 mm-hmm. was entering into a corner. And since those things had such horrible blind spots, cause you can't just get up and turn your head yes. <laughs> to look at so, who's of around. Yeah, you literally going... have to sit up like you're lying down on a bed and yeah. then turn around to see who's wow. there. And the side mirrors are fucking useless. I mean, yeah. like this is like the seventies. hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, he starts to break, lets off, enters into this corner at around, like, 90. And he was taking, like, the wide, the wide route, which is, like, good for apexing. But this dude was like, no, I'm going to take it on the inside. Yeah. Because he thought he could creep in. And so, he goes in and clips my dad. And my dad just got launched. And all he remembers is noise and flashing, like, lights flashing, which yeah. is essentially you're, you're just getting rattled. Like, he got ragdolled all over the place. Yeah. And he stood up afterwards, walked away from it, and the dude was like, "It look, you looked like Evil Knievel at Caesar's
3: palace. Like, just get in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he was fine. He's like, I had no incredible. pain. Yeah. So, so that begs another thought. Like, not every, just because you're in a near, like, that's a near-death experience, right? Oh, for sure. Not every near-death experience has a flow state within it. Not every
1: flow state, or not every near death experience. Yeah, because a
3: flow state is very there are very strict parameters that you have to meet in order to get into the actual mental state. Got you. So when when I hear like people yeah. forgetting the the entire experience, that's that that's not indicative of a flow state.
0: To yeah. Me. But here, here's the thing, right? It's the way I felt. It's not really what I remembered. Mm-hmm. Right. Because everyone around me was so damn concerned, and even though I had blood all over my clothes, mm-hmm. right. I had split my, um, Your lip? my lip, my bottom lip open and basically lost a little tiny chunk of it. Mm-hmm. But I was just bleeding everywhere. And everyone was like, like oh, my God. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. Can we go to the hospital now? <laughs> like, I'm so <laughs> calm, but I'm up. so ready to make moves. Did you feel peaceful? I felt very peaceful. I was like, this was supposed to happen. Yeah. It happened. I am now going through the process everything's fine. It took 14 hours for me to get checked in mm-hmm. because everyone decided to get shot that night for some reason. Everyone that was walking Reminds in there was
3: of, just like, yeah. "Yeah, Reminds me of a similar experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know that one. Yeah. But, uh, God,
1: everybody just decided to get shot. Like it was cool. Yeah. Like I guess you say it like they wanted to get shot. I know, I know. But it's just,
3: <laughs> it's just part of my, uh, my tone. So so scroll up. Actually, I, w- I want to see you guys try to pronounce this guy's name. Go up, wait, all
0: the way up. Oh,
1: so, the so d- down, down down. Zayd is there. We go. Zayd is describing the man who um coined the flow state. Yes,
3: Mehali. Mihaly... He's he's a Hungar- Hungarian American oh. psychologist. Okay, hold on. Can I say this? Mehali
0: Schickent <laughs> Mehali. Not I mean, even close. <laughs> what the hell? Try, it. try it.
3: <laughs> try it. <laughs> Look at him trying to decode. It's, like he's he's trying to get into a flow state to fucking decipher this guy's name. Mehali. Mihaly... There's a lot of silent letters, by the way. And
0: it's actually what Melee.
3: when you look at it, Meili. it's not. It doesn't represent how easy the name is to, to, uh, to say. Dude, goddamn! I'm, no, I'm having can't. a very difficult. Like, is yeah, it Mihaly?
0: Even...
1: How do you pronounce the first name? Because that'll help me out with the last. Mihai. Mihai.
0: What yeah. the hell?
1: Oh, okay. So the L. <laughs> Okay, hold on.
3: Okay, so this Mihai,
1: guy's name—it's uh, Mihai, Mihai sint Mihai.
3: Now, now apply the, the silent L to the last name.
1: Mihai sent Mihai.
3: Nope.
0: Six Mihai. How do you pronounce it? It's
3: Mihai chick sent Mihai. Chick, chick Mihai. Okay, got,
0: okay. This is how you spell this: M I H A L Y. His last name is spelled C-S-I-K-S-Z-E-N-T-M-I-H-A-L-Y-I. Took about
3: four hours to... <laughs> took about four hours to freaking spell it out. <laughs> so this guy, he's been, he made the flow state basically his life's work. Okay. <clears throat> and his job is basically just researching mm-hmm. everything about it. He wrote a book on it. Um He found the processes of, like, getting into the flow state. Yeah. The book is called Flow, the Psychology of Optimal Experience. But he basically outlines how this mental state plays a role in every single thing within society. Mm -hmm. Sports, art, writing, cinematography, music, business. Yeah. This applies to everything you can think of. That's very
0: true. And you can tell that it's very popular within the athletic department the creative department mostly mm-hmm. those are the top people you'll see that really speak about it and speak highly of it and like yeah. things that they need to um like keep a trace of of how to get in and out of the flow state
3: and the most interest- interesting thing to me at least is this is what people are chasing with whatever they're trying whether yeah. you're taking drugs whether you're playing the guitar they mm-hmm. are chasing a flow state yeah.
0: So if you've ever had a feeling, basically, where it was just like, for some reason, let's just say you were working on a music project, right, forever, okay, and it always felt the same, it was nothing different, but there was this one time three years ago where you had a night where plans got canceled and you decided to make a beat and for some reason you were in such a great, calm state of mind that you made something beautiful and you felt amazing about, Mm -hmm. right, that will forever stick to you. In the future, you're gonna want to go back to that. You're gonna be like, "Man, I remember that day. That day was weird. What did I do
3: differently?" Right. Um, So I guess. But apparently, this guy's an anomaly. Because we had a conversation about this. Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) So should we save that for the end of the podcast? Yeah, we should. We save that for the moment when we get to the personal experiences. Yeah, the personal experience. That would be a great moment to bust that Um, up As
0: of now, um, do you want to talk more about this guy? You want
1: to, would you like to discuss more about the life of Mihai Chiksent Mihai?
3: Well, about a specific life, I, d- I don't know that much, but uh, I just I just know that this he is the godfather of flow. <laughs> yeah, the godfather of but flow. But here's the thing: it also finds its way go up a little bit. It's all, it also finds its way in our language. So you mm-hmm. have being in the zone. Mm-hmm. That's a common uh, description of of the flow state. True. Being in the pocket, which is mainly for musicians like jazz yep. players and all that. That's also a
1: football term, is it not? Uh, I'm not I'm, well, not I'm pretty sure. sure being in the pocket is when you're in the um this like the zone that's created by the uh, offensive linemen mm-hmm. like and you're the quarterback and it's essentially that little safe space mm. that you're in if I'm not mistaken where you have like Probably. a few seconds of being in the pocket and you got to make a decision like right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: This is the one I know though. He's gone mental.
1: <laughs> mental. Does that mean you're in the flow
3: though? Well, here's
1: the thing because, because I've, I've heard, heard British people talk shit
0: where they're like, oh, he's gone mental, he's gone crazy, like, no, n- well, not necessarily. Like, he could be like, this guy's a psychopath. But
3: I put that <laughs> down just be- just in a sports sense because I've heard that from commentators who are describing yeah. people who are in a flow state. Yeah,
0: you
1: know what a really good alternative to he's gone mental would be, hmm. and I know this is kind of dorky, but a lot of esports players, like a lot of the dudes that do Apex Legends or, um. I don't want to say Fortnite, but I guess I'm gonna to have to. Yeah. Or even um, CS:GO, CS:GO, PUBG, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, whenever they do like a really crazy run, yeah, they always just say, "I'm insane! Yeah. I'm
2: insane!" Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he's unconscious is another one. And to your point of bringing the conscious to the unconscious, an important thing is that in order to get into the state, you have to be skilled at something.
0: Yeah, you have to have mastered it in a in a sense. Um or at least mastered one aspect of the thing that you're you're trying to do. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, I don't know, in your world, EQing. (laughs) If you have mastered EQing, (laughs) but you suck at compressing, you know, it's kind of like, at least you you can, if you're EQing a large thing, you can technically hit flow state, Mm -hmm. where it becomes, the subconscious just kicks in, and all of a sudden, you're not really focused from the frontal area. You're focused back here, and you're just kind of, like, enjoying it. Like, this is a song playing in an empty Toys R Us right now, and mm-hmm.
1: you're just
3: masterfully man, playing it. around
1: with it. Sorry, I, I, there's so many things I want to say, but I'm going to save it for the experiences. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. Section. Yeah.
3: But, like, yeah, you look, at, you look at key figures, like David Goggins is a one that's very prominent right now. Yeah,
0: you wonder how, like, for example, all the things he talks about, it sounds insane, obviously, yeah. when you really think about
3: it. How the fuck are you able to run, like, 200, 300 miles or, like, 14 hours nonstop?
1: That dude is just geared different. Now, I'm not saying the flow state doesn't play a part in that Mm -hmm. because it for sure does. Mm -hmm. But there's—he's just got internal motivation unlike anybody else around. Yeah. He's, like, internally
0: scarred by something that motivates the crap out of him for sure.
1: Like, there's stories of dudes that have trained with him. And, like, there was a time where this dude was in the gym with him and he was hitting bench or something like that. And he had headphones on. He took them off because he heard somebody yelling. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was David Goggins on the bench. He's like, "They don't know shit. They
0: don't know me. They don't oh know my me. god, dude! Like just in the gym, yeah, just saying the shit to get through this set. That's insane. That'd be yeah. funny if it was Planet Fitness. The guys, wild. In <laughs> the rings,
1: the alarm started going off. The lunk alarm is yeah. that what it's
3: called? I think I think Goggins is the exception there. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, that that dude's just he is Planet Fitness. He can dig deeper than so many other people. Like, I don't even know how to explain that. Yeah. Because, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Top-level athletes obviously know how to dig. Mm -hmm. Like, they know how to find that spot deep down, whether it be found in the flow state, or they just know how to get there. That will push them a little bit farther than the person that's to their left or right. Goggins doesn't find that little space. He... He just fucking dives into that little space like it's a swimming pool Mm -hmm. and does laps in it while he's doing whatever workout he's in or any running. Because that guy, not only does he just keep going at the physical pain barrier, he just tries to reject it outright. He's like, I don't care Mm -hmm. that I'm going to black out. I don't care I'm going to vomit. I could die. He's like, right now I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. And there's nothing that's going to stop me from doing what I'm doing. Period.
0: He's so focused on that the root dude it's, it's crazy
1: like he's the guy where he will say if he thinks about being tired he'll go run 10 miles because <laughs> wow. he's like i will not be lazy i yeah, will not that, succumb he to he acknowledges those that
0: a thought really does control
1: now maybe everything. that is a form it. of the flow state like a very very extreme version of one what is just him Getting, no, well, getting, I, that's getting what into I think. the zone I, maybe, like Maybe since
0: he's mastered everything else, he's probably mastered the ins and outs of flow state as well, or he knows at what, what point he's going to hit it during his run, or you know.
3: Well, the, I mean, this gets into the the brain chemistry <clears throat> that that we yes, have up. 100% look at right. look at number four, anandamide, which is a neurotransmitter, pain relief. How do you think Goggins is able to endure all that pain? He's got all of those. He's got that cocktail. Going in his brain. His brain constantly. is
0: completely depleted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I get, for sure, for sure, I get a lot of serotonin. There for sure. Dude, someone. I, for some reason, like, for example, um, Thursday nights when we hit up the driving range, we go take yeah. our club's out, put in my AirPods. Dude, mm-hmm. nothing, the, my, my, the best mix for me is background music in my head. Using headphones, obviously. Ser- serotonin city oh, yeah, right there, dude. dude. Oh, my God. That would be my stage name, serotonin. You should make, make, make chill-ass beats all day.
3: The, instead of an S, serotonin. Serotonin.
0: Did a DJ serotonin.
3: But why, why do they call it the most... This is, this is known as the most addictive state mm-hmm. that, you, that a human being can experience, by the way.
0: Because, well, think about it this way. If you're always facing chatter, 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 endless thoughts, blah, 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 blah. And you listen to Alan Watts, try to get rid of them. <laughs> you realize that you're actually, without even knowing, you're trying to hit the flow state. You're trying to be calm and collected and knowing exactly what you're doing at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? To accomplish this thing that you want to do right now. Even though it seems impossible, the numbers lay out to be impossible. Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, could be running out of time. I don't know. But well, something you that- need serotonin. To, you need to be calm so you, need you don't to know how to how to attack properly well the cool thing the cool and
1: interesting thing about all of these chemicals which i'm about to list off for you in just a moment is we produce them naturally we do all day every day just at incredibly lower levels than the flow state mm-hmm. and zade said something interesting a couple seconds ago about how the flow state is almost like the world's craziest drug it is because with other drugs while well, you just get a hit of one thing in one go mm-hmm. For the flow state, you get five of the craziest chemicals your brain produces all in one hit, in one go. And then it lasts potentially for hours. If that isn't the best drink
0: you've had, (laughs) drink the Kool-Aid. And
1: that's all, these are all brain chemicals as we're describing them, such as norepinephrine, which increases the focus, regulates the muscle time reaction, Mm -hmm. gives you those quick fiber, instant reaction if you need them. Quick hit. Gives you that dopamine, a neurotransmitter. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what dopamine is. Shit, we get dopamine from eating McDonald's. Yes, that's (laughs) that's true. That's true. We get it from drinking a Coke. (laughs) Get it from a lot of stuff, including the flow state. And what it does is it increases focus and also increases your ability to recognize patterns.
3: I didn't even know dopamine played a role in pattern recognition.
1: Well, what's interesting is dopamine helps you increase your pattern recognition. However, if you're addicted to food, like let's just say hypothetically McDonald's again. Sorry, McDonald's. Mm -hmm. But like... It's all good. If you keep eating it and you're consuming it, somehow your brain isn't recognizing the pattern of, hey, I keep eating this bullshit. I feel horrible when I don't eat it. And then when I go back to eat it, I feel great again. Mm -hmm. It's the one pattern it can't recognize. Yeah. That or it's the one it refuses to recognize.
3: Also, if, if I remember correctly, you can actually, you can have a... There's a phenomenon where you can downregulate neurotransmitters. So if you if you abuse a drug, for example, that produces a lot of dopamine, if you keep pushing that behavior, that will actually kill um, uh, neurotransmitters that produce dopamine and serotonin and all the other ones.
1: And also, the receptors for the dopamine are usually the ones that yeah, die the out receptors. There we go. Yeah. As well, they get so Quite literally, your ability to process dopamine will go away if there's too much of it. Yeah. Now, another one of the chemicals is serotonin. Provides the calmness and invokes happiness. Give me that happiness, baby. Give me some good happiness with a side of fries, baby. We already talked about um, that anandamine. Though. Anandamide. Anandamide, excuse yeah. me, which was the pain relief enhances lateral thinking or creativity. Mm-hmm. And also endorphins. The good old endorphins. Just mm. some good old-fashioned endorphins, baby, with that pain relief.
3: Oh. You'll never stop socializing and, <laughs> and
1: helps with social behavior. Yeah. You're 100% right.
3: Yeah. Uh an interesting thing that Mihai actually mentioned or one of his one of his um most commonly uh, said statements is without flow you can't be satisfied in your life. Which
1: to a degree makes sense, right? Cuz these are yeah. a bunch of in one way or another feel good chemicals mm-hmm. that your brain produces. So like imagine way back Way back in the fucking day. Like hunter-gatherer stuff. Mm-hmm. If you aren't in the flow state on a hunt, are you going to get dinner for that night? No. You're going to find food to provide for the village? <laughs> going to bring back some some tasty gains? It's going to be some shit And possibly meat. a pelt, which is going to end up on your floor. Or better yet, you could wear it? Yeah. Probably not. So we as humans, this is just a hypothesis, right? We adapted with the flow state because without it we fell behind. Mm-hmm. And now, in our modern society, we focus solely on one of these five, rather than achieving all five at the same once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We stimulate one sense, and we do it so much to the point where we actually can kill our ability to do so.
3: And we wonder why most people are miserable. Exactly. They aren't able to focus. They have the attention span of a goldfish. Mm-hmm. They're abusing drugs, so they're putting all of this out of whack. Um, they don't have mastery in anything because they can't focus. It's, you know, it's not a mystery. Yeah, it's not a mystery I mean, while well, well, a lot of people are
0: miserable. As the times, um, like as we advance further and further into the future, um, the rapid pace of everything coming out, technology, all that stuff, <clears throat> I think it gets harder to hit flow state at that point. Yeah, because it, our chemicals just take it's forever to hit. How they would normally hit?
3: Mm-hmm. It's just distraction, dude. It is
0: distraction. Distraction
3: is a motherfucker.
0: Social media. We have so many outlets of just getting these like chemicals separately: serotonin, um, endorphins. Uh, what is it? It wasn't melatonin. It was um.
3: Nephreper- was
1: it? or uh noreper the happy one norep- dopamine nephrine. dopamine
3: Nore- norepinephrine. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. You're not wrong. You're not
0: wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) So, do you want to talk about how to reach the flow state? Well, that's... It's different for everyone. Quite a
3: rabbit hole. But actually,
0: I could start it off very simple, Mm -hmm. right? It starts off with, have you hit the flow state or not? If you think you've hit the flow state before, try to remember what steps you took. What was the sleep like the night before? Mm Mm-hmm. what did you eat the night before? Mm-hmm. What what did you eat that week? You know, um, what was your schedule like? What was your thought process like? Were you employed? Were you unemployed? You know, like, I, I think every question matters, and it probably affected.
3: Yeah, you, you have to take a holistic approach to it. Yeah, because if your sleep's out of whack, your nutrition's out of whack, your brain's yeah. not functioning at the best rate. E-
0: exactly. Like, uh, your I think a lot of parts of your body and mind need to be at a green light kind of mm-hmm. like a, mm-hmm. like a, everything is good to go. You know, we have initiated, uh, we're uh, launching Flow uh, State in three, two, you know, like. <laughs> Blast off. Why risk running the yellow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just go when the light's
1: green. Exactly. <laughs> but also this is an important thing to think about. Um, yeah.
3: Maybe, I don't know if people assume this, it's not like, it's not a, a black and white answer. It's not like you're in it or you're not. Mm-hmm. It's, there are degrees to it. So you can have a flow state that completely just fucks your mind up and like completely changes your perspective on life. Or you can just go to the computer, write something for thirty minutes and you'd get into a mini kind of state like yeah. that.
0: I-, I feel like we've all hit mild forms, obviously. Yeah. 100%. Especially when it comes to essays. We've all been there. Right?
3: <laughs> especially this y- Yeah, you have yeah. you
0: have what that- that's my true flow state. Let's just right say there. you just finished a uh, group project because On your own, because the rest of your team did not help you, right? (laughs) And you still had your paper to write. College. We've all been there, right? You have 11 hours ooh before class, and then you have to submit this 10-page essay, and you're just losing your mind. But what do you do instead? You hop on the computer. You Mm -hmm. start writing. At the initial thought of writing, you're like, I just need to get this over with. In the middle of writing, what tends to happen, right, is that you're in such a good flow that you're just like, endlessly like oh my god i can add this in here too and then like i can cite that and then just be like mm-hmm. Ooh, oh yeah i forgot about that point you know and all of a sudden you're engaging in these thoughts and you're like slightly enjoying this at this point even though you were just stressing yourself out mm-hmm. maybe an
3: hour ago which is actually the first step to like there's stages there are three stages to the flow stage. you gotta the first s- one to struggle
0: stop the thought mm-hmm. literally stop the thought get to work and I, and I guarantee you, you'll be in some sort of flow, for sure. Granted, you have a great a- environment, you know what I mean? Um, environment that you feel comfortable working in, stuff yeah. like that. Um, obviously, the flow state is mainly good to do work, whether that's um, win tomorrow's match or mm-hmm. uh, get that essay out with a good grade. <laughs> we don't, want, we don't want any failures in here. <laughs> You know.
3: And it, it's not just good for work, like, getting work done. It's good for taking yourself to a whole different level. Like uh, when you hear people you know, comment on like, Michael Jordan, for example, mm-hmm. or these superstar like, uh, BMX writers, these extreme sports guys. Travis mm-hmm. Pastrana would be a great example. Yeah. It's like, these guys, they're, doing, they're almost doing the impossible. Mm-hmm. They're doing shit that we cannot comprehend. Yeah. But they're pushing themselves to a limit. And they're they're very skilled at what they do, to be able to get into that state and then achieve like it's it's almost like exponential. What was that
0: quote? Without flow state. Flow state. We read a quote the other day, um, and it had something to do with um, even even the masters of sports are learning till this day or something.
3: Yeah, you're you're always learning. Like I forgot yeah, what you it was, never, but that, you never that quote. Learning.
0: Yeah, but that quote was just no matter how much you've mastered. You're still like, even if you're a master at your craft, you're still striving to for greatness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For not even greatness. It's It's... for the
1: it's for the better you. I completely forgot the quote. Because no matter how good people think you are at something, there's always a way to get better. Not always. There's always a way to take it to that next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: No matter what, even if you're the best in the world, you're still learning. Exactly. That's crazy.
1: And that's what the quote's about. (laughs) Yeah there is no perfect version of you because you're always a work in progress the only time where the progress stops is the day you die cuz that's the only
0: time that you can't continue the work like barney mm-hmm. stinson said it's when the possible reaches the impossible and we have the possible the barney <laughs> the <posimpable.
3: laughs> barney stinson dude oh my god okay yeah components of flow now this is where it gets really juicy this is mm. these are all Suculent. the succulent f- red meat i love all right, cool. <laughs> These are all the factors that you have to meet in order to even think about getting into the state. <laughs> meet yeah. now. It's not six; it's eight, by the way. Uh huh. Actually, more than I, I'm pretty sure there are overlapping ones. But number one, of course, complete concentration on the task.
0: The most difficult part, probably.
3: Yeah. Can't be scrolling through Instagram. No,
0: no phones. If anything, please, please lock your phone away. It is. I, I cannot stress that enough. Mm-hmm. The only way I was able to do good in life, at least up here was to stop caring about my phone as much and think of it as your old Nokia where it only receives calls. Straight up.
1: Think about it like this. Because I actually had, I was thinking about this on the way over here, mm-hmm. the drive. And, and I was watching this video, trying to do some more research on the flow state. And this video was like, Turn your, put your phone into airplane mode and put it in another room. Like, you know, the yeah. advice your like, like, parents but, would give you. But I'm doing advice. this on my phone. No. But, <laughs> but here's, the, here's the thing that I would yeah. think about. I was like, well, what if like, somebody wants to call me? Like, What if like there's an emergency? And then I had to think about it. Is there really going to be an emergency?
3: How many fucking times no. have there has there been an emergency?
1: Or better yet, how many people are going to call you and hit you up, and it's like a dire situation? <laughs>
0: that rarely happens.
1: Because nothing on Instagram is a dire situation. Nothing no. on Twitter is a dire situation. Yeah, no. But how often does somebody call you with information that determines whether somebody lives or dies? Or better yet, somebody that you love is already dead.
2: Yeah.
3: No, you, you'll probably get a phone call like, hey, my car broke down. I'm like 20 minutes outside of LA. Can you come pick me up? Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. That, Something that's, like that. That's like the extreme
1: cases that we faced with. That's what of... I was worried about was shit like that. And yeah. then I had to think about it. How often does that happen? Yeah. Not enough for me to be able to turn my phone off and put yeah. it in another room. Yeah. So just go do that. Mm-hmm. And if you're really, really worried about it, set the timer on, set a timer on your laptop or whatever you're working on for an hour and a half to two hours Mm -hmm. and if it's really bothering you wait till the end of that and then go check it Mm -hmm. and don't go on instagram twitter don't do that shit just check to see if somebody called or texted and that's it Mm -hmm. and then once that's done get your ass back to the chair another hour and a half two hours or however long your work schedule is dude
0: trust me man um after living in like the early 2000s as i can still remember things right We had a landline. That's it. If you were home, if you weren't home, or even if you were home, you literally had to listen for the phone all the way up at the front of the house. Yeah. So think about that. The difference between now and then is that you were actually disconnected when you were home. Dude. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, we could do it again. It's fine. Mm -hmm. We lived like that. We can live again like that.
3: It's going to be harder, but it's, it's very going possible. to be harder,
0: but guess what? The more you practice that these days, the healthier your mentality will mm-hmm. be. for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. A hundred thousand yeah. percent.
1: Learn how to communicate. <laughs> that's That's like the base the baseline of that. Yeah,
0: I did, that's why I hate when people go like, "Oh, why haven't you been answering my text?" And it's like, "Well, I've been throwing my phone on the bed and just forgetting about it. Honestly. Yeah. And it's like, "What? Like, are you insane? What, what do you mean, are you insane? Why do you need an immediate response? I don't get it. Are you insane? Like, like think about it. Back in the day, you know what used to happen? I go to the skate park on Friday nights, skate, talk about something. And if I had to dip, we'll be like, all right, we'll talk about it next time. Cool. Two weeks go by. Hey, remember that time when I was, blah, 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 blah. yeah, dude, guess what? Called it. All right, cool, man. <laughs> what happened? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, we continue the conversation Much did more he have to text me about it? did he have to MySpace be about it? no it wasn't important MySpace. that's how you know that things aren't really important anymore mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't need it bro focus on what you need to focus on yeah.
1: and that actually ties in exactly or that ties in perfectly with our second component of flow having a clarity of Bring goals yep. and the reward in mind and having an immediate feedback yes here's the thing The goal of flow isn't immediate feedback. Flow helps you achieve what's called delayed gratification. I love that. The point of flow shouldn't be like when you open your phone, for instance, you get a text. Oh my God, somebody like, oh, I need to respond. No, it's I'm doing work now for a better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That's the immediate feedback section of this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, with the reward in mind, that's good for any task that you undergo. Why am I doing this? That should be the first question you ask yourself, Mm -hmm. unlike the people at Quibi. Do you know what Quibi is? Oh, the... Those were people that didn't ask, what's our goal? (laughs) Yeah. Or better yet, they did, and they came up with the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. Quibi, for those that don't know, was the attempt at a digital streaming service that provided footage that was... Or, like, content that was only 15-ish minutes in length. Mm -hmm. And the whole goal was essentially... They were outright with, like... Or very upfront with what they were trying to do. The whole point was to hack your brain because people don't like to spend hours on content, Mm. especially like podcasts and movies and TV shows and shit. But they're totally fine with watching a five to ten minute long YouTube video. Yeah. So they're like, all right, let's just do that. So it's only 10 to 15 minute long episodes, but there's a shit ton of them in a series. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of different series. Didn't they
3: raise billions in like a couple weeks span?
1: They raised in total 1.75 billion. And the only reason I know this is I just did a, a little paper on it. They raised one point seven five billion in startup donations from like fortune five hundred companies such as Facebook, Apple, Damn. yeah, like a whole bunch of people, and they only returned like three hundred or three hundred and fifty million <sighs> of it, and they had to fire like the entirety of their two hundred person staff
2: Oof.
3: It's like the biggest disaster you could you could fix, dude
1: yeah, do you remember how many ads there were for that? yeah. I still kind of get residual ads every now I've never now and seen and one. Really? Yeah. I got an insane amount of them on YouTube. It's insane. It um, is insane, you're
3: right. What, what I like about the immediate feedback part, at least as an athlete, is that it's very black and white. It's like, okay, this pass is good or it's not. This shot is good or it's not. So that, that's why I love soccer, for example, because during a 90-minute 90, 90 game, um, I'm able to it gets me into the flow not only because I have mastery in it but I get the immediate results like it's either I'm doing well or doing not how can I change my approach
0: yeah like you want to curve this guy real quick yeah. right you know from the initial
3: first like hip flex whether this is going to go right or not it, it's a game of iteration mm-hmm. so you just have to keep keep going about it it's just how it is yeah
0: repetition repetition repetition
3: nice um but so, so here we have number three, transformation of time. Mm-hmm.
1: This is the big one, or at least the one that most people are going to notice.
3: Now, is this something you can control? I don't think it
1: is. I don't know if this is something you can control.
0: This is like adrenaline, and it's, to me, when, when it comes to time play or something like that, the mm-hmm. speed of things, you know, like, for example, something can feel like 10 minutes when really it was 20 seconds. Yeah. You know, because you're so focused on every single movement.
3: If anything, this is just an indicator that you're actually in flow.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: You know what a good comparison of that would be?
1: Um, the FPS of a shot.
0: Yes. Like, you could, record, uh.
1: you could record 10 seconds of footage at 10,000 frames per second. That's a lot of data. That's like 9 to minutes and 50 seconds of... Exactly. It's a lot of data to hold on to, process, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, you could film an hour of footage... <laughs> Or, sorry, like, let's just go with 10 minutes in that instance. An hour, or 10 minutes of footage at a normal 24, 30 frames per 2nd Mm-hmm. And it would be, it's very strong, like, drawn-out, mm-hmm. long feeling, but you could get a lot more work done in that 10 minutes than exactly. in those 10 seconds. I could have
0: had seven shots in that.
1: Exactly. Know. Boom,
0: boom, boom, boom. Like, 10 minutes, yeah. load, clip, whatever. 100%. Yeah. But that 10 minutes, it would literally be like, it would look like it's still, and really all you did was you took a, what was it, a 10 second footage? 10
1: second footage at 10,000 frames per second. Jesus. Yeah. You know, honestly, that's, honestly. That's the slowing down and speeding yeah. up of
3: time. To this day, it's still, it still amazes <laughs> mm-hmm. me how like, for example, I'll go into practice, mm-hmm. It's it's two, about an hour and a half, two hour practice. Yeah. But from the moment I warm up, put my cleats on, it goes by like that. It's just like, I'm like, practice is over? How is it over? Yeah. I want it to go on forever. (laughs) Like
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally get you. It's kind of like if you've ever been in a fight, obviously. Most fights I've been in was I was not involved with any party. It was just, it just happens to be like, you know, someone thought I was someone else or.
3: Side throws down, bro. Like, like dumb stuff like (laughs) that. Don't catch these, don't catch
0: these hands. Don't catch these hands. He's in the flow state. He's yeah, ready. like this one time, um, there was a fight, right? Some guy got elbowed, and then he fell towards me, right? So then I fell on someone else, and that guy just immediately started swinging. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, all right, cool. From, from that moment, the moment I got touched in the face was the moment my adrenaline kicked in. Was the and moment- from there, apparently, someone had five-minute footage of all this crap, all right? Five minutes, and in my head it lasted ten seconds.
3: My inner John Wick came out. <laughs>
0: Like, it was just, it's a warp speed. It's weird. It's so weird. You cannot.
3: It is. Yeah. It is. It happens. I mean, not just, it happens across all of them. Yeah. All experiences in John
0: Wick.
1: I just thought of (laughs) it. Well, like, as scary as a situation as that is, another component that we have beautifully ties in with it. And that's the effortlessness and ease, right? In that moment, you eased your way into a. We'll call it a flow state, because I imagine that's what it was like, yeah. or what it felt like. It was easy to get in, and then once you were in there, you knew everything, or your body kind of just took over, and it's like, I'm going to do everything I need to do to get out of this. Yeah. And then by the time it was done, you're like, what the, f- what the, f- what? Eyes are glazed over, like, what happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think, do you think uh, when people go on, to- this is a really big jump. Do you know how when some people, um, if they're very violent, it's called they just see red? you know what i'm saying i've heard that before. well that it comes from bullfighting when they hold a the red uh, uh tarp or whatever in front of a bowl that's what they charge at yeah because they're angry mm-hmm. do you think that people that see red are kind of in a flow state like that where afterwards they're like what the f- what just happened
3: well why are they so why are they so motivated to fight in the first place that's a that's i think a it's to get question. to that place
1: it might be i 100% that's that's the, think... that's the question that we're asking yeah well we Here, don't know.
3: Here's something
0: I wrote today on my story to get people kind of like, like, when, so when the episode comes out, they can be like,
3: oh, that's how you didn't." talked about that. Stop this. thinking about deep shit, bro. So this is
0: what I, this, what stop, thinking. this is what I wrote today. Obviously, number four, what was it? Number four? Yeah. The experience of in, intrinsically rewarding. rewarding. The, the
1: experience is intrinsically
0: rewarding. Yes. So, um, I wrote the word comfort. Comfort. What do you think of comfort? when you think of comfort ease calmness
3: no
1: is it wrong that when i think of comfort nope. i think of the um, southern comfort commercial where they got this really <laughs> fat dude to walk around in a speedo yeah. and they just play this song in the back it's like and
3: he's just patrolling <laughs> up and down the beach
0: yeah. and like these chicks are like ooh oh <laughs> my god i think of like hot cocoa with like
3: with comfort, I've brainwashed myself. I think of all negative things. What? <laughs> it's just personal development shit, I swear to God. That's comfort to you. Okay. <laughs> I just... object to comfort. Or better yet, we'll we'll call it chronic comfort. That leads okay. to all the negative things.
0: So to all the normies out there, comfort. To all the normies.
3: <laughs> to everybody that's not fucked up like us.
0: <laughs> well, comfort is a warm feeling. That's what it's supposed to be, right? That's why there's yeah. comfort food. That's mm-hmm. why there's comfortable clothing.
2: Right?
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people relate the word, or relate the two words, home and comfort.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: That's if you're, you're comfortable if, That's home. if your home is a comfortable
0: space. Okay? Exactly. It's not like, if you're doing some people's domestic homes abuse. Are, well,
2: yeah.
0: Come on. Yeah. I know, I know. Some people's homes are, are not equipped for that. Yes. So it's, yeah, it that's sucks, true. It's not know. for everybody. Yeah.
1: Home is comfort. But. Exactly.
0: But um, generally, so this is what I wrote today, actually. I put comfort is more than a word. It is a deep feeling that we fight stress to find. It's a state of mind instilled into each and every one of us. It's just up to us to unlock it.
3: I agree with that. Because I think, I think the goal of at least getting into flow is to be comfortable. Like if you want to get to that state, you have to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Because if you're all frantic and you, know, you don't know how to react, you're not going to get there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, you got to give yourself time to... Give yourself some fucking hours. For yourself, obviously. Time with yourself, that's... Because you know how, like, flow state is in stages, right? You need Mm -hmm. to unlock certain stages to get to that flow state. Yeah. I think you need to be comfortable within yourself. Oh, yeah. 100,000%. You need to to know who the hell you are. Mm -hmm. What this means to you. Um, what you mean to you, you need to talk to yourself more. I can confidently say not a lot of people do that. <laughs> Just because we do doesn't mean a lot of people do.
1: I definitely don't think a lot of people talk to themselves. And it's mm-hmm. evident. It's evident in like a lot of what's known as standard behavior nowadays. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of people, I think it's fair to say, are very intrinsically motivated, very self centered would yeah. be another word to describe it. Mm-hmm. And If you just really sat down and talked to yourself, like, for example, this is a prime example because it's so synonymous across the country and the globe, which restaurant or place that you can purchase food at usually or stereotypically has horrific customers? Denny's. Denny's is a good one. Norm's. Or Norm's is also good. Not what I'm thinking, though
3: cheesecake Factory. Are you thinking of a specific restaurant or...
1: Starbucks. Starbucks. How are we forgetting? Starbucks usually has some of the worst customers because they're so picky, so bitchy, Mm. so Mm -hmm. specific that if you you got half of an extra pump (laughs) of liquid sugar in my drink, (laughs) I will not only vomit it on the spot, I will sue the store. I will speak to your
3: manager. Yeah,
0: throw the cup directly at your nearest employee. And just, you know? Yeah. And then she expects, like, four gift cards or something.
1: Now, the reason why I even bring that up in the first place is... Same thing. (laughs) The reason I bring it up is because go home. Yeah. Because most people that are being shitty don't even know that they're being shitty Mm -hmm. in the first place. Right? Because ignorance is bliss, Mm -hmm. right? So if you somehow found yourself in a state where you know you're a shitty customer... (laughs) You know, you make the lives of the people that work at Starbucks hell. And you sit down and be like, what if I work there? Like, how would I feel if somebody talked to me that way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, maybe I shouldn't be that mean. Like, maybe I should, you know, try to be understanding that there's a line that's going down the block. Everybody has their own specific order. Now they have online orders coming in, and there's only like four employees in this Starbucks and these people are managing hundreds of orders per hour right or per every other hour or whatever maybe i should just go and be like hey i know my order is really complicated and i apologize but let's give it a shot yeah. so then you read it out so he literally
0: know. gives her a shot
1: you read <laughs>
0: that's not what i ordered here's, here's two extra out. pumps
1: for you <laughs> continue <laughs> <laughs> read it out if you get the drink yeah. and it's not 100% what you wanted that's okay yeah. Just don't be a shitty customer. Just be self aware.
0: That's yeah. what we ask from human yeah. beings. Just be That's be self aware. Okay. Just be like, okay, l- let's just say, for example, um, you were actually high key pissed off, right? And everyone knows that about that extra half pump of fucking. Uh, syrup. Well, everyone
1: knows because you already shouted it at yeah. the employee. <laughs> exactly. Saying, yeah. That's
0: why I said high key. <laughs> so. <laughs> this ain't subtle. <laughs> this ain't <laughs> subtle at all. Um, so, yeah, l- let's just say that was the case, right? Maybe, you know, I would, I would be forgiving if, you know, you took like two minutes to just like breathe it out and go, you know, I overreacted a little bit. I'm sorry, but I, I cannot have that extra pump, you know? So can you please fix that? Then I'd be like, okay, yeah, at least she's, she or he is trying to, you know, be more self-aware and just like take back what they just did, you know? That's more respectable. Just don't be enough? a shitty customer, bro. Don't be a shitty customer.
3: Yeah, just don't. don't just don't be a shitty customer. Just don't wait, be Wait, wait. I want to address one thing. One though. more uh, thing. One more thing. When it comes to... So there's actually two things I want to address. Intrinsic motivation. So you have intrinsic and ex- extrinsic motivation. Intr- when, we, when we speak of intrinsically rewarding, that means you're doing the activity for the sake of the activity itself. Mm-hmm. Not to gain anything. Not to win awards. Not to be looked at as cool to your fucking friends. It's just because you love to do the thing itself. And I'm sure you have playing the guitar, making music. You do that for the thing itself, right?
1: We'll get to that later. <laughs>
3: yeah. Anyways, you That's have to... not a to... yes
1: or a no, by the way. Okay. I'll explain later.
3: Oh. We. <laughs> oui. But the, the issue with why a lot of people don't get into flow is because they're focused on extrinsic motivation. How can I be famous? How can I win this Grammy? How can I do that? Instead of focusing on the performance, they're focusing on the rewards of a good performance. Mm. Well, what if the
1: reward is what they care about, which is obvious because it's exactly what they're striving for? So wouldn't the intrinsic motivation be, I'm going to get, I want the award because I want the recognition? Well, that shouldn't be, that your, be an intrinsic that, motivation. That
0: sh- I don't think that should be your, your main focus at all. Because, I agree. But and one of the example, components
1: in, this comp- in the components of flow that we've listed yeah. is having the reward in mind.
0: Yes, you have it in mind, but that is not your focus because flow state is about focus. Now, are you going to focus on doing a good job or are you going to focus on making that money?
1: Well, in order to make that money, usually you have to do a good job, right? It's, yeah. it's so a that's part why of
0: it. I, you got you to gotta dissect it and be like, this is the main group. It's, this, it's, it's, it's the mastery in the craft. It's mm-hmm. not the... It's not the reward.
1: This was the uh, this was the part of our components of flow that, as you can tell right now, I had some second, some questions about,
2: for
1: mm-hmm. you guys to answer. Sure, please so ask. So for the, you said extrinsically motivated. Yeah. For the goal, for the fame, whatever. Usually to get to that point, I mean nowadays it's not as difficult with shit like TikTok, right? You can mm-hmm. just dance. To music that was made by people way more talented than you (laughs) yeah yeah and then get millions of followers whatever cool great job you found out how to make money good for you mm -hmm. but a little while ago not even that long ago you actually had to have some talent in order to make it in the industry Mm -hmm. in order to get that recognition and then you needed even more talent to be able to get to that point where it's like i get the reward for this yeah so in order to get to that
3: point don't you think they had to be pretty intrinsically motivated? It's a, it's a balance. You can't, you're not just fully intrinsically motivated or fully extrinsically motivated. There's, there's some give and take there. The, uh, look at this.
1: I think we should have started with that then.
0: We, can, that we, call, we can all agree on this for sure. I think the, the, the perfect example right now is Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Think about it. He did nothing but focus on his craft for nine plus years up until Astroworld. Where he really took off, right? Mm-hmm. So when he's famous and we go, dang, dude, this guy is all about the sickest music in the world, right? It's, this is dope, man. This has shaped our 20s, you know, all that stuff. When he's famous, you start to dig back into his crate. And then you realize
3: he's been doing this for 12
0: years. Was he focused on the fame or not?
3: You know what the real problem is? If, you're, if you are mostly in- extrinsically motivated then you're more likely to give up on the thing. Because, okay, you're just focused on the trophy, you're just focused on the fame, where, uh, on the other hand, if you're intrinsically mo- mostly inter- intrinsically motivated, um, you're more likely to just practice the thing for its own sake, and then that's gonna be more sustainable, you'll get better, and then eventually you will hit those peaks.
0: So you wanna hit the process as natural as possible.
3: Yeah, you, you can only repetition. You can only sustain so much extrinsic motivation before yeah. it just peters out. But intrinsic motivation, that's that's mm-hmm. eternal.
0: Yeah. there's nothing wrong with ex.
3: No, there's nothing wrong with it. No, but it's just how are you going to approach this? Okay, you want the you want the rewards of of a great performance, but you'd be much better off just focusing on actually practicing and creating a great performance. Yeah, because you'll get all the other shit eventually. Yeah, that's true. You don't really need to focus so much on the actual
1: reward. Well, it's kind of funny to focus on the reward before you did anything to deserve it.
0: That's what TikTok is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for (laughs) saying that definition.
3: Uh, a strong (laughs) distaste for TikTok as uh, you we've know. talked so much yeah i know s- I, so
0: I much mean, smack this is, on is like the what this is the 58th episode of talking shit on tiktok like, like, <laughs> <Welcome> literally <laughs> back to talking shit on tiktok
1: <laughs> episode 58 <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i think uh a, I, I a like good, your guys's points though. i think a good place for us to go yeah, right now place. would yeah. definitely
0: just be the experiences take a hit on my coke <sighs>
1: If we said it like that, do you think take people would drink as, Coke. drink Coke as much? Take a hit of my Instagram. Maybe.
3: Take take a hit of my Twitter. Oh, they'd still do it. Come uh, on, <laughs> they'd still do it.
0: Yo. Nah, no, never, never mind. I just had a stupid thought for some reason. I was like, dude, what if Yo. your phone like had like a needle that injects like everything? In everything
3: is drugs, <laughs> And bro. we didn't
0: know. And you did not know. Like every time you'd use face facial recognition, you're holding your phone. A little needle will just poke your freaking index finger. What is? And just put dopamine. Into Every it. time you it open
3: is, Instagram, no you're needle. getting a dopamine hit.
1: So it's a invisible needle.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's...
1: Now, our experiences with Flo, we've said a few over the course of the episode, whether it be making movies, or playing soccer, or writing essays. Soccer, Who is Flo? Do you have any? She's a lady from the Progressive commercials, <laughs> but <laughs> she's not important. <laughs>
0: Dude, I knew she was from a commercial. God damn it. All right. She's been
1: uh, in those commercials for a while, yeah. too, since we were, like, kids. <laughs> yeah, you remember but, that shit? Oh, hell yeah. But are there any specific instances where flow keeps reoccurring with you? Like, is there... well, It keeps progressing.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I can't, bro. I know who Flow is my, now. My that dopamine sucks. receptors are dying okay. as we speak. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, <laughs> hey man, that joke was
1: just good insurance for what's to come. Might yeah. get a little bland. No, if anything, we're
0: just we're just strengthening your uh, receptors. Um,
1: but what was, what was your question again? Are there any instances where Flow commonly re- is recurring throughout your life, like a specific activity, whether that be even just walking, like mm-hmm. going on a little walk outside? Yeah. Or. Uh, easy.
0: Anything in particular. Easy, easy. I think I know my triggers by now. And I do think it is a trigger sometimes.
3: Great word because that's actually, so, that's, that's a scientifically backed So, thing. okay,
0: sick. Keep going.
3: So for me, I'm very, um,
0: <clears throat> sound matters, environment, um, colors. I talk a lot about colors. And it's not just because of cinematography. They're, one of the huge reasons why I'm into cinematography is because of color. Mm-hmm. Right? It goes hand in hand. Lighting, color, all that stuff. So it's usually when at least three of my senses, which are sight, smell, and sound, hit in like a weird pattern. For example, here's a good example. If I'm out in Big Bear, right, and I see like this circular path of trees with the reflection on the lake and then a snowy mountain in the back, and I can hear the stillness of the wind with crunching of ice on, like, to my right, Mm. and then someone's making coffee to my left, right? And I happen to just have Shaloo playing. I would, that music and everything around that would trigger certain memories in my head to way back, and I would feel like a, almost like a, like a grown-up child, in a sense. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm I've reached internal happiness at that very moment. And it feels like nothing is impossible. Everything is simple. Why do we overcomplicate life and the world? You know? So you're in
3: more of a m you're in I'm a more, mental flow.
0: I'm in a very mental flow a lot of the times. And mm-hmm. it, it's weird because I can feel it down the back of my neck, kind of like in here, my breathing's different. You can tell my, my heart rate's down, you know, like everything is just is hitting so perfectly.
1: So what I'm gathering is happy things trigger you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they trigger me. It's I am. Trigger- I'm triggered by <laughs> happiness. <laughs> triggered by
0: happiness. Guy, this guy was squinting for like two minutes. <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> it's
1: like, hmm. Yes. yes. It's an interesting
0: profundity yeah. you have stumbled upon. In so the it's Big a bear. combination so of environment. From there, yes. It's environment, all that stuff. Um, a lot of it sometimes is the environment that I do create. Like, for example, my workspace. Mm-hmm. Right. I would have, like, um, my monitor. Everything would have to be aligned properly. Like, the OCD in me kind of comes out. Clean everything up. And then I just like to set up as if it's a professional picture. And that's where I work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Everything is perfect. Everything's cool. Nice. I'm in a good headspace. I know I slept right. I know I ate three good meals yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just patterns. You recognize your own patterns, and it's kind of, go based off of that, right? And nobody, from there, that's what I know. That's nobody understands most, you better than yourself. Exactly. And it's because I spent a lot of time alone. Mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, like, when I'm outdoors, that's my idea of venturing flow.
3: I think nature is, is we just, can all agree nature gets Yeah, I feel place. like that's where we Absolutely. all kind of link,
0: you know? Like, we get pissed off when other people play music or something. Like, we have. Well, a- please, please okay, don't, play just don't play fucking Drake, Drake.
3: Actually- <laughs> at Joshua Tree or Big Sir. Just please.
1: I learned that lesson kind of. It wasn't really the hard way, but yeah. I, mean, I was just. I was out on this, like, really crazy hike, and we got to the point where we could, like, it was the midway point, the place we were trying to get to. Mm-hmm. And we were chilling, and I just put some music on on my phone. And it's not even anything offensive. It's not rap. It's not. It's not any like crazy metal. It's tasteful.
3: It's to the environment. It's like
1: um Hank Williams, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Andy Andy Williams, like old country honky tonk music. <laughs> and I'm not even playing it like super loud, but just like a little, like enough for us to, all three of us to hear it. And the most, I guess you could say, experienced wilderness person with us said, Hey, turn that off. And I was like, Oh, mm. shoot. And so I turned it off and I'm like, Why'd you want me to turn it off? And he said, because this isn't your place to play that. And I was like, damn. Hmm.
0: What an interesting perspective.
1: And I had a feeling that I knew what he was talking about, but I'm like, well, ex- like, can you elaborate for me? I'm just curious what you mean by that. And he says, well, let me put it like this. If you're in the subway, like say you're in New York or mm-hmm. Boston or whatever, you're on the subway, would you just start blasting music out of your phone? No. 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 It's a shared space. Just like the wilderness. There might not be a lot of people around you, but when there are, don't disrupt their space. They're out there for the same reason as you, usually, which is peace and quiet, or to get away from a big city for a while.
0: Yeah.
3: And when you ask most people... Who, I like that. When you ask most people, have you ever seen somebody who goes against that? They'll be like, oh yeah, that guy's an asshole. Yeah, abso- every time. Yeah. You're 100% every time. right. It's every like a social five, norm that you do not cross. Just let everybody be at peace with their own with, with the environment itself. Yeah. or to be blasting your own shit or doing any of that. <sighs> what about you, Zaid? Yeah, man. Do you have any Oh, it's uh, always soccer, man. Yeah, soccer every every, every practice I can pick out like three or four moments. And what's interesting about these moments is that most of the time I'm I'm doing the action. I'm doing whatever it is, whether it's scoring a goal, making a pass, um, making space on the field. But the funny thing is that I don't remember most of these moments. Like most of these moments, it's, it's like the car crash incident. Like I do it, but I don't have any inner critic. Uh, I'm not thinking about how to do it. It's just like it's a flow state. And um, oftentimes there, are, I, I look back on like a goal I scored. That's some crazy goal. And I'm just like, how the fuck did I do that? That's a question that I come back to a lot. Like, how did I do that?
0: Yeah, like, you almost can't study it because it's just, like, it was just, it was in the, you started with one movement, and all all of a sudden it's over.
3: And I, I, dude, I can take you back to, like, eighth grade soccer games Mm -hmm. at school, where it's just, like, I scored a goal in such a specific way where even after the game, I have, I have teachers and and other people coming up to me, and they're like, how the hell did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. just did it. Just scored. Just scored. It's my job. Put the ball in the net, right? It's a difficult. <laughs> it's a difficult thing to explain to people, but it's it's just the case. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like you said. It's it taps into the unconscious. You don't yeah. you don't think about it. You're not in it for any reward. You're just doing it. Damn. That's the place I like to be, man. That's the flow state, right it's, there. That's when I've ever heard it. Described. It's when the
0: conscious meets Microsoft.
3: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <The conscious laughs> you're just programmed <laughs> that way. What the hell? <laughs> And a lot of people have the same descriptions as well. They're like when
1: the conscious meets Microsoft.
3: <laughs> now Bill Gates has been working on that for a while. Yeah. I mean we we have quotes from how we do you say his first, first name? <laughs> Arton?
1: Uh Ayrton.
3: Ayrton Senna and some other drivers we that are just like this, the first prototype right here. <laughs> There's um you you can mention uh I think the second quote describes it best. From
1: Wayne Gardner? Yeah. I would agree. So Ayrton's, um, his quote, I don't even really need to say it to you. I I can kind of just describe it to you because Mm -hmm. if the, yeah, it was the Monaco Grand Prix. So he set a blistering time at the Monaco Grand Prix, like one of the best, craziest, just balls-to-the-walls performances, and if you watch the footage back, it's terrifying. Because they're in these old cars. It's 1988 technology, and F1. So they have minor aero, but like barely. Yeah, it's like like rumbly. They're still trying to figure it all out. The car's still gripped like crazy. Don't get me wrong. It's still an F1 car. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, when you watch like onboard footage back of that race. It's terrifying. You can't even see. The car's shaking (laughs) so fucking violently. Pardon my French. That you can't see. Like, the camera on board, when it looks down, like, it's just a rumble, like an earthquake effect on um, iMovie (laughs) of the entire track. So, it's like, you can't even see the corner till you're essentially already in it. Wow. So, in that moment, he just had to really just not think about it. Because the second you start to think about it, you're already in the wall at the corner. (laughs) So, it's like, he just had to tune in, zone in, and just know the track. That's the thing about the top-level drivers, is they know the track. They study it, they go out, they do laps before, they understand what their cornering speed is supposed to be, what gear they should be in, how hard are they braking going into the corner. All stuff like that. So a culmination of all of his racing expertise, knowing the track, preparing, got him to that point where he was... He, he went mental. Yeah. Absolutely mental. And it's perfectly described. What a sight to see. And it's perfectly described when he says yeah. this. And suddenly, I realized that I was no longer driving the car consciously. It was driving it. I was driving it. By a kind of instinct. Only I was in a different dimension. <laughs> it was like I was in a tunnel. That's why
0: they call it tunnel vision you're just exactly it's warp space bro you're but it's
1: not a tunnel that you think it may feel like people think oh it looks like you can only see that no it's like that scene in a ford v ferrari like that um christian bale said he's like when you're driving really really fast the whole world doesn't go he's like you don't focus in like this the world gets big and you see everything And I guess it's just in that stream of consciousness, like that kind of tunnel. Yeah, it's when, like... It's ultra instinct. It's like when
0: sound and sight just meet perfectly to where it's it's almost silent. Yeah. You know how, like, have you ever tried playing a video on two different devices at the same time? And they're completely synced up, and you're like, that sounds phenomenal. I don't think I... You haven't done that?
1: No like were you start and stop by yourself yeah. no I, I don't think i've ever okay done
0: i've done that like a couple times but to get it synced up it was so weird because it's like one would be off by milliseconds and you'd just be like boom 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 and then like all of a sudden it's synced and you're just like <laughs> oh it's like the i don't know something about the room changed because the, yeah. the whole tone changed right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something was off now everything is aligned so perfectly that this is a, an amazing feeling right now. Mm. That's how it is. I, I think because you know how in film 80% of what you see is sound.
1: You're right. Mm. Have you ever watched a movie with bad sound? It's terrible. It's one of the worst experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's happening a lot in modern culture. Like, But it's the way they mix vocals. And all the
0: explosions are so damn loud. Yeah, And even transitional sounds, bro. Like the train coming in and then it goes into the next, the next scene. Mm -hmm. So that dragging of the sound from the left to the right hits to the next scene on the right. You know, like it's all well thought out. It's science, bro. That's what people don't get. Mm -hmm. You know, they think it's all visual. No, it's, it's, it's a bunch of senses coming together perfectly.
3: No, no. The description of Senna's experience that we can call that like, we can call that a good flow state. Yes, it's not like Mm -hmm. a life-changing flow state, maybe, but um, I feel
1: like Wayne Gardner's is a better description of like what it is. This is
3: his description of it is is more like, wow, this changed my entire life. Would you like to read it? Um, almost like a transcendent experience because it is. Um, so here here's what he says. Mm -hmm. By the way, he won. Uh, this is from his victory in the 1990 Australian Grand Prix. But Mm -hmm. quote. During these last five laps, I had this sort of above-body experience where I was actually raised up above, and I could see myself racing. It was kind of a remote control, and it's the weirdest thing I've ever had in my life. After the race, somebody asked him, how the hell did you do that? His response, I have no idea.
1: So in that moment, when Zade found this quote, he's like, I am Gardner. I'm the Wayne Gardner of
3: soccer. Now that, that description right there, that's the potential of the flow.
0: Zade, how did you find that quote?
3: I have no idea
0: <laughs> how the <laughs> no hell did idea. you
3: find that <laughs> I was in the, I was in the
0: flow you were in a flow though a finding but, but
3: that's what we mean by you are transitioning from the from the possible to the impossible you're doing stuff that you, you're just tapping into a different realm mm-hmm. and it just it, it looks impossible to it, everybody It feels else. out
0: of this world but it's on this world it, it's yeah.
3: so weird dude you're pushing so you're weird. pushing your your limit to the extreme I guess we're all ghosts in a sense, throwing out some big statements. Well, Halloween's over, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Like> uh, ghosts, <laughs> yo, yo. What we're all um? Dead inside? What, what about you? No, no. This is this is where we get into the discussion with his flow state stuff.
0: Okay.
1: What
3: do you Apparently, need? Apparently, okay. You <laughs> no, describe. No,
1: no. You lead it off. You're you about describe. To, yeah. Lead off the conversation. So, from what
3: I understand, based off of our previous conversation, you um said that you barely get into that state. Even though you have... Even though you meet a lot of the requirements to get into it. Yes. So why do you think that you don't get into it that much?
0: I don't know.
1: That's a great question. That's, a, that's something we didn't dive into when we were talking last time. That's for sure.
0: Is it something that maybe you're you unaware that you've d- like been through? Well, maybe. let me
1: let me explain yeah. why I say I don't know. <clears throat> and... That ties into the conversation we had that even brought, up, brought this up in the first place. And Zayd was mentioning about, or Zayd was talking to me before uh, we even recorded this podcast, like, hey, um, you make music, so like, you got to be in the flow state all the time, right? He's like, all those <laughs> artists, like, they're always in the zone, like so it seems. And maybe that's true for a lot of musicians, but for me, I just I can't get in that zone. And it's always because I'm worried about a million things. Now those worries they're not all bad. Mm-hmm. It's good to worry because usually if you're worried about something, that means something needs to change. That yeah. means you care about. That it. means you like details and, and being perfect kind of thing. I was getting to that. Yeah, but like the bad worries, for instance, right, are is my gear gonna work? Like, what if the elect? Like these are good in theory, but like I'll explain why I think they're bad. Mm-hmm. Like, is the electricity gonna go out? Like for the show, if you're doing a live show. Is the venue? Does it have like proper sound? Like what are where are the speakers? How are they located? Do I need to adjust the eqing of my set for whatever this concert venue is so I just don't completely blow out the subs or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's take it to the home front. Are all my knobs on all of my guitar pedals exactly a hundred percent? Is that eqing right? I don't know because when I add this new element, it drowns that out in the low end. Or what about this compression? Sometimes if I have this compression on the master channel, it kind of overrides the whole track, makes it feel a little bit dull. Dude, Doesn't I'm bring overwhelmed it to Jesus. Right now. Wait. I haven't <laughs> even started yet. Yeah. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's hard to get into the flow. It's very state. nitpicky. Especially there's, with a, that kind of stuff. there's a million things that you have to think about in yeah. order to go right.
3: And that's only one song. Yeah. <laughs> so so your main issue is getting out of your head.
1: Here's the th- here's the thing with soccer that I imagine is different, right? Mm-hmm. When you ha- when you're playing soccer obviously there's people that you got to get around and you need to work with your teammates. Yeah. However, when you're charging for the goal, it's you mm-hmm. versus the goalie. Yeah. That's like the only primary problem. Fair enough. And the majority of the time, I imagine you could get it past them. Mm-hmm. If like it's just you charging, there's, not, there's no other defenders, it's just the goalie, you're not going to have a problem with that, right? Yeah. With making music, imagine there's like 500 goalies in front of you that you have to run past. It's gonna be a little bit harder to like get into that flow state, in my mind. Okay, so and they're all and they're all different size goalies. One's fucking seven foot five, three fifty, unbelievable build. I'm talking like, about when when
3: everything is is too a, a good. Everything is not maybe to your standard, but it's good. Let's, let's say you're playing the guitar, for example. You play for how long on average?
1: Every day. Probably like anywhere from an hour to two.
3: Now, you never get into that state when you're playing.
1: No. And this was one of the things that we talked about, actually. And for me, it wasn't, it's not a flow state, per se. What it is is it's my body's pre-programmed in a way from years of playing to know what sounds good where. And then all I do from there is I try to just mess with the formula a bit. Mm-hmm. And that requires a lot of conscious thought. Uh-huh. At okay. least for me. Yeah,
0: because yeah, you need the capacity up here.
1: Hmm. Because the, the thing that sucks, at least for me, about making music is the problems go away once the song is completed. Yeah. Or if you're on stage, same thing, the song's over. So in that moment for me, I don't have time to be in the flow state. Mm-hmm. I can't get lost in it because I need to worry about where, what everybody else is doing. And that's what musicians have to do. They have to be very aware in the moment. Because mm. you need to be like, is that, is that drummer off or am I off? And then you have to think, okay, where's everybody else at in the track? Then you have to listen to the singer. Is he on time? You have to listen to the bass player. Is he on time? Or is the bass player fighting with the drummer to see who controls this track? And then if that's the case, which one are you going to pick? The majority of the time, it's going to be the drummer. Because they're the ones that people like usually the most in this case your modern days it's more bass but usually you stick with the drummer if he's good at keeping time yeah pray to god that he <laughs>
0: is. yeah yeah no that's very very complicated obviously because yeah you're, you're you guys are choreographed plus you guys are need to know your sound and then with the, with the way our ears pick up we're obviously a little bit off usually yeah so the rhythm is very important i just, I just a, find the that timing. so interesting It is interesting.
1: There's just a lot of things that you need to think about, like too many for you to actually get into the flow state. Like, for instance, at some concert venues, they have speakers that face you so you can hear yourself play so you just don't hear like a delayed version that's bouncing back off the back of the room realistically Mm -hmm. or some other physics reasons. But sometimes by having those speakers that are facing you, they have a delay on them. So everybody's out of time. And then that fucks everybody up. And then you need to learn... How to adjust to that? How do I play my guitar, and how does everybody else play their instrument in terms of this delay with the speakers that are facing us so it sounds normal to everybody else back there?
3: So, it's, it's, so, so I'm thinking it, maybe maybe the flow state's overrated. Maybe it's like you get your intuition to such a degree when it comes to in in one certain field that... Because you don't produce. You produce good music. You produce good stuff. You. So... Maybe it's just, I don't know. I think in that case it's probably overrated. Because the thing
1: with the flow state, or at least from my understanding of it, is it's way better in like a physical sports setting. Anything you're doing that's like physical, obviously playing a live show is a very physical
2: mm-hmm.
1: action. Like It's mm-hmm. going to take a lot out of you by the end of it. You're going to be very sweaty. You're gonna, your voice, if you're singing, is going to be shot you're playing guitar your arms are tired if you're a drummer everything hurts hands legs arms shoulders okay so what about what about
3: physical activity
1: physical activity it's more important because it allows you to get more in tune with the environment and your body
3: no like what about your experience of physical activity oh like a run for for
1: example or runs for me um i don't know if i would call this the flow state or if i just call it shutting my brain off Because like when I go on on runs, I shut my brain off because the pain barrier can be like so great sometimes that I'm just like, if I think about it, I'm going to stop running because it hurts like pretty bad. So I'm like, I just shut my brain off, but I'm not focused on how to get the run. Like, it's not like my body subconsciously taking over. Mm -hmm. It's just like me trying to have an active or better yet, a non-active brain in that instance.
3: Mm -hmm. So you're getting in the zone. I don't know. Could I would a, say that's a flow be, state. I think that is a flow state. I think that's a better a example form. of a
1: flow state would be like a workout. Yeah. Like yeah. a like in the gym. Like workouts for me feel like they're an hour and a half, but when I look down at the clock, it was only like thirty five minutes. And cool. I've done. I did a bunch of shit yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: in between the time I started and the time I ended. Like a lot of sets, a lot of reps. That's...
0: I'm not the biggest, strongest guy. So you're one. not D- an anomaly. D- do you see, the, do you see the difference? No. Well, not with music,
1: but I never said I didn't get into it. Okay, that's that's where I was confused. Yeah.
0: I think to get into the flow state, like, this is my opinion and my own experience, it's to be as present as possible. hundred percent. Like, with all the three different experiences you just said, I feel like being present, the most present you were was at the gym, which is why that kind of hit.
1: Or a really good one was actually, um...
0: You're a solo connection with your mind to your body. That's I'd say
1: the best example is if you have something, so the gym obviously you're grabbing onto weights and you're pulling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's a good example, but I feel like a better one would be like a sport sport. Not to say that lifting isn't, but I mean like something where there's something that isn't attached to your body that you have to throw or use to hit something else Mm -hmm. or use to get from point A to point B.
3: It makes more sense because in sports you're getting more immediate feedback. Exactly. Or at least you have a more crystal clear um, concept of immediate yeah. feedback. Think of this: How many
0: times have you heard someone say, uh, "Sorry, could you repeat that?" Uh, I'm still in work mode. Yeah, yeah. Why is that I, a I've mode? Been there. Why is that not mm. flow state? Because to my, in my, I believe that it's flow state. I mm. agree. Maybe it's not a high level, but it is. Regardless. It is a flow state. Like oh. you're, you're, you were so present with that whatever the hell you were doing, and you're so focused on. The, uh, you know how much time you have to do it and you know what time you're leaving and everything else. So what you do is you go, all right, three, two, one, start working. That's it. All of a sudden, you forget you have a phone. Mm-hmm. You forget you have a family. You forget everything in the world except for this task that you just have to take care of right now.
3: And That's why I'm a fan absolute, of meditation.
0: Absolute flow. And dude, yeah, meditation is always going to help you um, go, um, make it easier to go in and out of flow state.
3: It's because, honestly, it's like the, the biggest calmness. obstacle to, to getting in, in the state is your, your inner critic. You have these thoughts constant. It's what the mind does, it yeah. just thinks all day.
0: Think about it. If you leave your phone alone, right, you're losing more and more influence, right? Now, as human beings, we're going to look for influence. What better influence than, to look at than yourself
3: <laughs> or the present moment? The present moment. Everything around you. Exactly.
0: Keywords, environment, present moment. Um, what is it? Breathing,
2: Conscious meditation, awareness. calmness.
0: Like goals, you know, it's just. Uh, I, I think I have simplified it in my mind because I've, I've done it so much.
3: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Like I would love for everyone to do it because it, it really helps you in life.
1: And well, speaking of getting everybody to do it. We do have a few tips for the listeners. We do? We do. A few practical tips. On how to potentially enter the flow state or on how to...
3: How to enter God mode. Good description of it. There you go. And his
0: name is Johnson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first tip for intrinsic motivation... It leads to the flow state. I'd
3: consider this a mental Is... tip. So I would consider this a mental tip. I have a long, a-, a long answer to this. Say the simple one first. So it's the three key components. You have autonomy, mastery, and purpose.
1: That <laughs> wasn't the simple It's like I said a whole ass intro for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss
3: my ass.
0: All right. Pick one thing and become world class at it.
3: Is that what we're at? I mean, yeah, you can't get around fucking practice. If you want to get into the flow state, pick one thing and just practice every day, hour, two hours. Yeah, that's probably the most dumbed down version of how to get into Uh, it. Yeah, repetition. Yeah,
0: repetition of something.
3: What say you?
2: Did
1: you even mention autonomy yet? Oh no, I thought we were getting to that later.
3: What do you mean we're getting to that later? It's the first one on the list. He mentioned, he mentioned the thing at the bottom. Anyways, so autonomy is basically you have to feel like you're in control of, <laughs> screw you, of whatever it is that you're doing. Um, now, I'm convinced that people who work office jobs, for example, uh, if they have a boss and they, they view the job negatively, uh, I don't think they're getting into flow at all. It's because they don't have that feeling of control no. within their lives. They're getting into panic. That's what it is. Yeah, they need yeah. autonomy, motivating us to think creatively. Mm-hmm. Creatively. Cre- creatively, what the fuck? Creatively, Jesus you, you Christ. said that correctly. Yeah, um, and then we have mastery, which is of course, um, as I put it, you, you have to develop a love for the process itself. Mm. Absolutely. And this goes back to process versus outcome. So can't focus too much on the reward. Sure, put the reward in your mind, but focus on creating a, world, a world-class performance. So to summarize, the
1: 2AM podcasts, the 2AM podcast, three big tips. Autonomy. Be, let your body work for you. Your mind on the subconscious level will get you where you need to go. In said. the flow state. Tip number one. Tip number two is mastery. Or better yet, An attempt at becoming a master. Now, that could be in any aspect of your life, whether it's work, whether it be an activity you like to do, or whether it be relationships. You can get into the flow state state with your wife, girlfriend, whoever. 100% flow is a real thing. So it's working at that to be better, or better yet, to be a better version of yourself in that regarded field. And tip number three is purpose. Why am I doing this? Is there a reason for me to do this to better myself?
3: And the more specific can, that reason,
1: the better. Exactly. Do I, can I lay out a path on mm-hmm. how to get there? A path for success. Find your purpose if you want to get into the flow state.
3: Greatest fucking seminar I've ever heard.
1: Speaking of a seminar, thank you very much for joining us on episode 58 of the 2AM podcast.
3: Wait, I also have a little little practice. One tidbit. last little tidbit. Um, for all you technology geeks, you can download the app called brain.fm. Uh, I do think you have to... It's a monthly subscription. But not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, by the way. Good one. But... Um, Essentially, they use AI, artificial intelligence, to create specific sounds and music to get you into the flow state. And also, naps, sleep, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So but,
1: use the thing that we've been bashing since the beginning of this podcast's inception to get you to the <laughs> flow state.
3: No, it works. It's, it's a motherfucker. Yeah. It works so well. It, what it is does. it, brain.fm? Brain.fm. brain.fm? brain.fm.
0: Yeah, get all the sand waves you need. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for joining. I hope you learned something today about the flow state. I learned something. Hell yeah. That's that's learn?
1: I learned something.
0: What'd you learn? So you're going to close out this podcast? All right, fine, fine, fine. I'll I'll close it off. To find out what Logan heard, or uh, what Logan learned (laughs) today. What what I learned. (laughs) What Logan learned today. Just uh, follow us on Instagram at officially2am. Actually, is it? No, that's our YouTube. I
3: can't believe you fucked up our handle, bro. Yeah. No, it's it's at the 2AM Podcast. Yeah, it's at the
0: 2AM Podcast at Instagram. At the 2AM. Officially 2AM is our YouTube. Yeah, at officially 2AM at YouTube. Please subscribe and like. Leave us a comment. We love you. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And yeah, man. We'll catch you next time.
1: Can I get one, two, two, one, two, three, four? Peace.